Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. We have a lot of cardiology news today to share, but we also have an update from Philips. So, Sean, can you give us a little roundup of what we'll talk about today? Sure. Today, we'll discuss FDA clearance for a retinal camera, a first in human use of a new replacement heart valve, a big regulatory milestone for Bivacor's artificial heart, a new study of Penumbra's thrombectomy technology, and yet another negative update on Philips' never-ending respironics recall. That artificial heart sounds really interesting, but first, let's talk a little bit about that retinal camera news. Yes, Zillia earned FDA clearance for its retinal camera. The first of its kind system is yet another medical technology utilizing AI as well. So what is this retinal camera designed for? So Zillia designed the Ocular FC system for assessing ocular biomarkers. The company believes it could transform the diagnosis and management of ocular diseases. How does it work? The system integrates advanced photonics and, as I mentioned before, AI to leverage the eye's optical properties and direct connections to the vascular system and the brain. And this helps to then capture critical information on both ocular and overall health. The technology harnesses imaging, spectrometry, and AI to detect and measure biomarkers in the eye, potentially advancing the investigation into metabolic responses and pathophysiologies of the eye and brain. Interesting. What's next for the company? Dr. Patrick Savageau, the CEO and co-founder of Zillia, said that FDA clearance is more than just a milestone. It's a leap forward in the company's quest to safeguard the vision of millions. And the company's now focused on obtaining de novo classification for ocular oximetry, a breakthrough biomarker that promises to, as he says, revolutionize how we diagnose and manage a variety of ocular conditions. What's the next thing that we should know for today? The next thing is that Revalve reported successful first-in-human implant of its next-generation transcatheter mitral valve replacement, TMVR. It's a big step forward for yet another replacement heart valve technology. So tell us a little bit about the procedures and some of the results that came about from doing the procedure. So cardiologists at the Punta Pacifica Hospital in Panama City, Panama, performed the procedure, successfully completing it in under an hour. An 81-year-old male with a history of heart failure, a series of failed surgical bypass grafts, and severe mitral regurgitation received the palmetto transcatheter mitral valve replacement. The procedure immediately reduced the patient's mitral regurgitation to trace, and at 30 days, the patient continues to present zero MR along with preserved ventricular function. What did doctors who use the valve have to say about its performance? Dr. Charles Davidson of Northwestern Memorial Hospital and Dr. Timistocles Diaz of Punta Pacifica offered comments on this. Davidson said the straightforward procedure proved very encouraging and said the system's leaflet securement along with the low-profile valve frame helps to avoid obstruction that previously limited TMVR technologies. And Diaz said they couldn't have had a better outcome with what he called a very promising technology. What is the valve designed for exactly? So Revalve designed the technology to replace the mitral valve while still preserving the natural basal left ventricular function. Founder and CEO Julie Logan Sands says this approach works with the heart's natural movement rather than requiring the heart to work around a stiff implant, saying that the flexibility and four-point securement system provides the patient left ventricular function throughout recovery. It's a first-of-its-kind technology that she says is thoughtfully designed to expand the treatable population of patients suffering from mitral valve disease. 
Now let's talk about the artificial heart news. Yeah, this was very interesting. Bivacor won FDA investigational device exemption for a first in human study of its artificial heart, potentially groundbreaking technology in the FDA, clearly has an interest in it with this designation. Tell us a little bit about this total artificial heart. Yeah, so Bivacor designed this BTAH, Bivacor Total Artificial Heart, to replace the function of the native heart completely. It's a long-term therapy based on rotary blood pump technology that targets patients with severe biventricular heart failure. It's sized similarly to an adult fist and uses magnetic levitation technology with left and right veins positioned on a common rotor to form the only moving part, which is a magnetically suspended double-sided impeller. Bivacor says it creates pulsatile outflow by rapidly cycling the rotational speed of the impeller, and the non-contact suspension provides large blood gaps to minimize blood trauma and eliminate mechanical wear. So it sounds like a lot of technology goes into that artificial heart. What does the company plan to do with this IDE? So the approval allows the company to begin its first in human early feasibility study, and it will evaluate the artificial heart safety and feasibility as a bridge to heart transplant for patients with biventricular heart failure. And the company also plans to eventually pursue further studies to explore short-term and long-term destination therapy. What details has Bivacor released so far about the study that they want to do? So far, what we know is that Bivacor has selected 10 hospitals for the study, and it initially plans to enroll three patients. It expects this to begin in 2024, and it expects to use those findings to lead into a subsequent pivotal study, which all falls in line with the company's timeline that it shared in March when it raised $18 million to support the artificial heart's development. What's the next bit of news that we have for today? The first patient was enrolled in Penumbra's study of computer-assisted vacuum thrombectomy. So this lightning flash system used in this study received FDA clearance in January. So what is that lightning flash? Lightning flash is a system that uses Penumbra's novel lightning intelligent aspiration technology with dual clot detection algorithms to quickly remove large blood clots, including venous thrombus and pulmonary emboli. The system can differentiate between clot and blood, and its design helps reduce blood loss and the need for clot-dissolving drugs, and that may lower the risk of bleeding complications. What will this trial evaluate? The trial evaluates anticoagulation therapy alone against anticoagulation plus lightning flash for the treatment of pulmonary embolism. Penumbra said it aims to advance the understanding of the role of this computer-assisted vacuum thrombectomy in the management of acute pulmonary embolism. How do executives feel? Dr. James F. Beninati, the chief medical officer at Penumbra, said the company is committed to generating robust clinical evidence that will help transform care so patients, especially those with serious conditions like pulmonary embolism, can return home quickly and live fully. And what's the last bit of news that we have? The FDA has warned of thermal issues with the Philips DreamStation 2 CPAP machines, so yet another wrinkle added to the long list of issues with the Philips CPAP machines. What is the FDA warning about, and how many reports have they received? The FDA has received an influx of medical device reports associated with thermal issues like smoke, fire, burns, other symptoms of overheating with this device while patients were using the CPAP machines. The FDA has received more than 260 reports of these problems between August 1st of this year and November 15th, compared to less than 30 reports of these thermal issues over the past three years. 
Phillips said it filed approximately 270 reports over the last three months, covering a three-year period following a retrospective review of possible thermal complaints related to Dream Station 2 since its launch. Is there any risk involved with using these devices? Well, the FDA isn't recommending that patients stop using their machines unless they experience issues like unusual odors or change in appearance, as these signs could indicate that the device is affected by the issue. So yes, I suppose there's risk, but the, the FDA is not currently pulling devices off shelves. What was Philip's response? As you said, this is not the first instance that there's been an issue with some of Philip's devices. So what kind of comment did they provide? Yeah, well, Philips has pinpointed that the problem may be connected to the device's humidifier, but hasn't yet said whether it's initiated a recall for that latest issue or whether it plans to do so in the future. The company issued a statement that said its number one priority is safety and quality. It's in discussions with the FDA regarding the reports it filed related to possible thermal issues in the humidifier of the DreamStation device while in use. So still, yeah, more to come from Philips, I'm sure, as we continue to navigate our own way through this recall as they do too. And that marked the fifth story for the Fast Five. So thank you, Sean, for coming on, bringing us all this news and, and your insights. My pleasure. As always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. Where can they find you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five, wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.